SCP-096 The Shy Guy Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures SCP-096 is to be contained in its cell a 5 meter by 5 meter by 5 meter airtight steel cube at all times. Weekly checks for any cracks or holes are mandatory. There is to be absolutely no video surveillance or optical tools of any kind inside SCP-096's cell. Security personnel will use pre-installed pressure sensors and laser detectors to ensure SCP-096's presence inside the cell. Any and all photos, video or recordings of SCP-096's likeness are strictly forbidden without approval from Dr. Redacted and O5 Redacted. Description SCP-096 is a humanoid creature measuring approximately 2.38 meters in height. Subject shows very little muscle mass with preliminary analysis of body mass suggesting mild malnutrition. Arms are grossly out of proportion with the rest of the subject's body with an approximate length of 1.5 meters each. Skin is mostly devoid of pigmentation with no sign of any body hair. SCP-096's jaw can open to four times the norm of an average human. Other facial features remain similar to an average human, with the exception of the eyes, which are also devoid of pigmentation. It is not yet known whether SCP-096 is blind or not. It shows no sign of any higher brain functions and is not considered to be sapient. SCP-096 is normally extremely docile, with pressure sensors inside its cell indicating it spends most of the day pacing by the eastern wall. However... When someone views SCP-096's face, whether it be directly, via video recording, or even a photograph, it will enter a stage of considerable emotional distress. SCP-096 will cover its face with its hands and begin screaming, crying, and babbling incoherently. Approximately one to two minutes after the first viewing, SCP-096 will begin running to the person who viewed its face, who will, from this point on, be referred to as scp 096-1 Documented speeds have varied from 35 km per hour to redacted kilometers per hour and seems to depend on distance from SCP-096-1. At this point, no known material or method can impede SCP-096's progress. The actual position of SCP-096-1 does not seem to affect SCP-096's remonts. It seems to have an innate sense of SCP-096-1's location. Note, this reaction does not occur when viewing artistic depictions. See document 096-1. Upon arriving at SCP-096-1's location, SCP-096 will proceed to kill and data expunge SCP-096-1. 100% of cases have left no traces of SCP-096-1. SCP-096 will then sit down for several minutes before regaining its composure and becoming docile once again. It will then attempt to make its way back to its natural habitat, data redacted. Due to the possibility of a mass chain reaction, including breach of foundation secrecy and large civilian loss of life, retrieval of subject should be considered alpha priority. Doctor Redacted has also petitioned for immediate termination of SCP-096. See interview 096-1. Termination order has been approved and is to be carried out by Dr. Redacted on Data Redacted. See Incident 096-1A. The following transcription is of Incident 096-1A. 
Begin log. A large seal cube is shown in the middle of a research lab, which is teeming with a dozen or so researchers. In view of the camera is a control booth displaying readings from the various sensors inside the cube. Fast forward one minute, 32 seconds. The control booth operator leans forward, alerts to the various readings of the sensors. Approximately five seconds later, a steel wall on the containment cube receives a sizable dent bending outwards. The dent becomes larger before breaking. SCP-096 is seen bending the steel away, frantically trying to escape. Emergency plates drop on the cube as the containment breach is sounded. The security tape has SCP-096's face blurred out as per containment protocol. Two security teams enter the room as SCP-096 breaches out of containment. Live rounds and tranquilizer darts are fired to no visible effect. Approximately 90% of researchers and security personnel have directly viewed SCP-096's face and a code lemur is declared. The room and surrounding areas are sealed and flushed with a redacted class nerve agent. Approximately two minutes later, SCP-096 breaches research site redacted and travels redacted kilometers per hour through the outside desert, traveling redacted. Echo Romeo was assigned to immediate containment breach. When we realized just how big a breach we were dealing with, we were completely overwhelmed. Funny how even the best and brightest minds in the world can be so unprepared. So, you were saying it's your own fault? Absolutely not. This was a new discovery in SCP-096's behavior. We had no way to know and we are lucky it did not turn into an XK. Begin log. Helm cam footage for ER-1. Footage from inside a UH-60 helicopter shows SCP-096 on the desert floor, moving at considerable speed. ERA. This is Echo Romeo Actual. We have visual of the targets. Unintelligible. At data expunged, not sun increasing. ERA listens to the radio as orders, identified as coming from Dr. Dan are relayed. SCP-096 can be seen slowly gaining speed. ERA in motions off camera, ER-3 appears, holding a modified X-500 anti-material rifle. Two shots are fired, the first misses and the second hits SCP-096 in the lower leg. SCP-096 stumbles but recovers, speed change is insignificant. ERA, unintelligible. Pete, no effect on targets. ERA motions to ER-3 again. ER-3 fires three more shots, the first two miss and the third hits SCP-096 in the head. SCP-096 falls, skids and rolls several times, reducing the speed minimally. SCP-096 rolls onto its feet and continues unabated. Camera pans up to see eight V-22 Ospreys belonging to MTF Tau-1 flying overhead and past the helicopters on the same outbound vector as SCP-096. Camera cuts out. and log. Begin log. Video interview log 096-1-A. Dr. Oleksiy appears very calm, determined, and answers all questions slowly and deliberately. Interviewer. Where were you exactly at the time of breach? Dr. Oleksiy. On break, getting a cup of coffee. It was pure luck I wasn't caught in the containment area. Interviewer. Describe your actions directly after the containment breach. Dr. Oleksiy. I sent Echo Romeo after the SCP-096 and alerted Dr. Dan to the situation. We then set upon the task of locating SCP-096-1. Once the general direction of SCP-096 was determined, I sent Mobile Task Force Tau-1 ahead to evacuate civilian population centers in SCP-096's path. 
all according to containment protocol and log. Begin log. Video interview log 096-1-B. Dr. Daniel, Dan redacted, sits patiently on the table in front of him in what looks like to be a set of modified night vision goggles. Interviewer. For the record, where were you exactly during SCP-096's containment breach? In the data-expunged mountain range, trying to find more information on SCP-096's origins. It was a quick research expedition, so I left Dr. Aloxe in charge of containment. He's competent enough, if a bit eager, and has proved himself in the past. This is all confirmed by the various related paperwork, so don't go thinking, interviewer. It was just for the record, Doctor. Now, knowing that SCP-096 is immune to all forms of damage known while in an arranged stage, why would you order the sniper attacks from the emergency response team? Dr. Dan. Why not? If there was a chance to slow down SCP-096 and give Mobile Task Force Tower 1 more time, then we had to try it. It put ER in no danger and the choppers were in danger of being outrun anyway. Honestly, ER could do little else to help harm the situation. Interviewer, I see. Now could you explain this? Interviewer motions to the goggles lying on the table. Dr. Dan. Yes, this is Project Scramble, an eyepiece assigned to ER and MTF Tower 1, designed by Dr. Aloxi and myself specifically for SCP-096. It carries a small microprocessor which constantly analyzes the viewing field for the facial features of SCP-096. Facial recognition software instantly recognizes and identifies them, scrambling the image into an unrecognizable mess before the light reaches the human eye. It's quite ingenious, really. Interviewer. Inexpensive. Dr. Dan. Very, which is why such a shame didn't work. End log. Begin log. Audio transcripts between MTF Tower 1 and modified EG3 Century AWACS. Call sign Big Brother. MTF Tower 1. Ospreys in the air, moving data expunged or data expunged. Awaiting vector. Big Brother. Electronics online, cruising altitude reached. Uploading Project Scramble to all camera systems, cameras online. Big Brother is now watching. MTF Tower 1. What's outbound vector is the target currently heading? Big Brother. Target is currently westbound, traveling on... Shit, yeah, he's on the I-40. I think he just flipped a semi. Um, outbound vector is data expunged, degrees by data expunged. Next down on this vector is data expunged. I'd say a couple of hundred kilometers. Shit, MTF. We're suggesting Echo Romeo begin evacuating the I-40. I don't know how many cars the target has erect. MTF Tower 1. Hold on, that's a negative, big brother. Echo Romeo is reporting that the target is outrunning her choppers. They can't get ahead of him. Big brother. They get him to start stopping the motorists on the other lane. I don't know how many people have seen this thing's face. End log. The first three elements of Tower 1 succeeded in gathering the townsfolk in the first three towns without incident. SCP-096-1 was confirmed to not be in any of these when SCP-096 ran through each in turn without stopping. However, a video log in MTF Tower shows SCP-096-1 being identified in the town of Data Expunged and the ensuing incident. Show it. Begin log. Helm cam footage from element 4 of MTF Tower 1 in the town of Data Expunged. Most of the townspeople are gathered in the square, all blindfolded. Helicopters sweep the town. In distinct orders are heard over loudspeakers from both the helicopters and ground personnel. 
MTF Taiwan over Taocom radio and loudspeakers. The target is entering proximity zone. All units activate scramble gear and begin crowd control procedures. All civilians are not to move from this spot to remove their blindfolds. If you move or touch your blindfold, you will be shot. I repeat, all civilians are... Orders are drowned out by a loud shriek coming from outside the camera's view. Approximately two kilometers away, SCP-096 is seen to be coming over the crest of the hills. It tries to slow down on the descent, but trips and stumbles down at a high speed, crashing through several houses before regaining its footing almost without delay. Unknown voice of a low speaker is unintelligible. Civilians are not to move. You will be shot. I repeat, unintelligible. Several shots are heard, none of which are directed at SCP-096. SCP-096 stops for one second before running into the crowd of townsfolk, throwing many aside and trampling more. More shots are heard as the crowd begins dispersing. The loudspeaker is unintelligible under the vocalizations of SCP-096. SCP-096 locates 096-1, a middle-aged man, and the camera views 096 grabbing him before it is hit by a fleeing townsperson and is dislocated from the helmet. End log. Begin log. Video interview log 096-1-C. Major Jack Wilford, current commander of MTF Tower 1. I was looking through SCP-096-1's house with my squad. Poor Barton was a semi-pro mountaineer. Took a trip to the redacted. Apparently he took a scrap... snapshot of the landscape. And just happened to catch SCP-096 in the background. Wilford holds up four fingers for emphasis. Four pixels. Four fucking pixels. I doubt the guy even knew what he saw. He was probably just looking at the picture one day, noticed an off-colour patch of snow, and went on with his day. Interviewer. How did you find it? Wilford. A scrambled gear picks it up right away. The lieutenant got the pictures and took it down to the chopper before he even got to see it. By then, the damn monster had taken down Big Brother and had peeled open the former major striker. All the hell was breaking loose. Interviewer. So, the scramble gear was ineffective. Wilford, ineffective? The goddamn scramble were pieces of shit that killed the whole damn task force. You know only three people are alive besides me? Well, because some retard egghead thought that of an off-state communications countermeasures to SCP-096 is a hostile reaction. Those bloody idiots could have just put a bag over the target's head and be done with it, but no. We have to use state of the bloody art scramble. A picture is secured by MTF Tau. SCP-096 secured in yellow is blocked out. Begin log. Dr. Dan. What did that fucker call me? Dr. Dan pushes back from the table and begins standing up. Dr. Dan. I'll show that goddamn son of a bitch what an egghead is after bash open his interviewee begins shouting and cursing. Two guards enter the room and push Dr. Ban back into the seats. Interviewer. Do we need to administer a sedative, Doctor? Dr. Dan takes a breath and smooths his coat. Dr. Dan. No, no. I apologize. <sighs> Scramble was really an ingenious idea. However, it was a failure because we did not fully know how SCP-096 worked. You see... As the chip inside Scramble picked up SCP-096's facial features and began scrambling them, there was a split second of uninterrupted light flow to the retina. Computers are fast, but not as fast as light, so there was a split second image of SCP-096's direct face sent to the brain. It wasn't even consciously received, but apparently it was enough to trigger the hostile reaction SCP-096. Interviewer. 
So, with this report of the photograph, Dr. Dan. That's the most disturbing part of this whole incident. You know, when the former SCP-096-1 went on his mountain trip, 1990 redacted. That's redacted years of that photo hanging there before he saw SCP-096. Since the brain doesn't need to be aware that it is viewing SCP-096's face to trigger the reaction, there can be ticking time bombs hidden literally anywhere in the world. How many photographs are out there containing SCP-096 just going unnoticed, waiting for a careful eye? As I said before, I want this thing terminated now. End log. Just a quick question, Doctor. Um, what exactly were you planning on doing there? Major Jack Wilford was a top-notch SBS when we recruited him. I was also a recon sir. I was deployed in the Caucasus. Marines beat Special Boat Service. No, they don't. Enough, both of you. Moving on. Begin log. Interview log 096-1-D. Chief Master Sergeant protected. Door gunner under Echo Romeo. I got the bag over his head. Interviewer. Yes, you told me that. Can you tell me exactly what transpired? Protected. It's... It was done with all its... It was sitting there in the highway. Just got done ripping over a minivan. Interviewee is silent. Interviewer and... I'm... Wes landed the chopper. I got something bagged. I put the bag over its head. It got calm and they took it. Interviewer. So the victims in the minivan were the last I viewed SCP-096's face. Interviewee is silent. Interviewer. Redacted? Interviewee remained silent for the remainder of the interview and was released. He was later found in his bunk room having committed suicide via hanging with a makeshift rope. A half-crushed pacifier was found in his fist. End log. Begin log. Video log 096-1-D. Confiscated tape from news broadcast CNN. The image shows first responders surrounding the remains of a crash plane over the shoulder of a field reporter. Reporter. The plane, which seems to be military in origin, has no outwards markings designating it as part of the U.S. military. While first responders look for a black box recording, it is thought by police that the plane crashed due to a massive cabin breach in the both the cockpit and fuselage. The reporter motions to a large hole in the side of the plane, which several firefighters are climbing inside. Reporter. Paramedics have only found three bodies, which is odd for a plane apparently requiring a crew of only around 20 men. Police have suggested... The reporters cut off as three super stallions are shown hovering ahead, two of which land and begin unloading troops belonging to Mount Mobile Task Force Epsilon. Mobile Task Force Epsilon dash one. Shut off the camera, shut off the motherfucking end log. Begin log. Dr. Luxe. So, we are finished here. Interviewer. One last question, Doctor. Or statement, as it seems. We find it interesting that there was no break room at research site redacted. Or coffee. Interviewer remains silent. Interviewer. We think it would be best if we begin talking. Remainder of video interview. Log 096-1-A redacted. End log. I don't see what this has to do with me. There is no reason to play dumb, Doctor. He's told us everything. Well then. I guess there's no fanning anything, is there? Audio recording. 05 hearing. 05-1. Upon reviewing your testimony and available footage, and the confession of the late Dr. Alexei, it is a unanimous agreement of the O5 that you are to be terminated for your part in the gross breach of SCP-096, Dr. Dan. And I thought you would know the meaning of, for the greater good, O5-1. 
Do not try my patience, Doctor. Given the incident's scope and potential, the O5 have approved your request for the termination of SCP-096. Given the lack of personnel with understanding of SCP-096, the termination will be entrusted to you under heavy guard and the personal surveillance of me. Your own termination will be secured at a later date. End log. That is horrible, Doctor. How could you knowingly? It worked. It was only a matter of time until that happened in a major population centre, and his face spread over the world's news. I can kill O96, but I've killed myself in the process. This concludes interview and incident O96-1A. The following is an audio log transcription from interview O96-1. Interviewer Doctor Redacted. Interviewed Captain Retired Redacted. Former Commander Retrieval Team Zulu 9A. Retrieval Incident Number 096-1-A. Begin Log. Redacted Redacted Time Research Area Redacted. Captain. It always sucks to ask initial retrieval duty. We have no idea what the damn thing is capable of besides what jacked up information the field techies can scrape up. And you're lucky if they even tell you the whole story. They told us a bag and tag. Didn't tell us jack shit about not looking at the damn thing. Doctor. Could you describe the mission, please? Captain. Yeah, sorry. We had two choppers. Uh, one with my team and one on backup with Zulu 9B and Doctor Redacted. We spotted the target about two clicks north of our patrol path. I'm guessing he wasn't facing a direction, else he would have taken us out there and then. Doctor. Your report says SCP-096 didn't react to the cold. It was minus redacted Celsius, Captain. Actually, it was minus redacted, and yes. It was butt naked and didn't so much shiver. Anyway, we landed, approached the target, and Corporal Redacted got ready to bag it. That's when Dr. Redacted called. I turned to answer, and that's what saved me. The target must have turned and my whole squad saw it. Doctor Redacted. That's when SCP-096 entered an agitated emotional state. Captain. Yep. Sorry, I got the woolies for a second. Doctor, that's alright. Captain. Yeah, well, I never saw his face. My squad did and they paid for it up their arse. Doctor. Could you describe it a little more, please? Captain. Yeah, yeah. It started screaming at us and crying. Not animal roaring, though, sounded exactly like a person. Really fucking creepy. We started firing when it picked up Corporal and ripped off his leg. God, he was screaming for a hope. Fucking A, anyway. We were blowing chunks out of the target, round after round, didn't do jack shit. I almost lost it when it started. Data expunged him. Doctor, that's when you order the use of an... 84 HEDT launcher, Captain. An anti tank gun. Started carrying it ever since SCP Redactor got loose. I've seen those tear through tanks like tissue paper, did the same thing to the target. Doctor, there was significant damage to SCP 096. It didn't even fucking flinch. It kept tearing apart my squad, but with half of its torso gone. The captain is seen drawing a large half circle across his torso. Doctor, but it was taking damage. Captain, if it was, it wasn't showing it. It must have lost all its organs, all its blood, but it didn't acknowledge any of it. Its bone structure wasn't hers at all, though it kept tearing my squad apart. Doctor, so no actual structural damage. 
How many rounds did you say were fired at SCP-096, Captain? At the least, a thousand. Our door gunner kept his gal 19 on it for at least 20 seconds. 20 fucking seconds. That's 650 caliber rounds pumped into the thing. Might as well have been spitting at it, Doctor. This is when Zulu 9B arrives, Captain. Yeah, and my squad was gone. Zulu 9B managed to get the bag over its head and it just sat down. We got it into the chopper and got it here. I don't know how I never saw its face. Maybe God a bidder whoever thought I should live. The jackass. Doctor, we have obtained an artist's depiction of SCP-096's face. Would you like to view it? Captain. You know, after hearing that thing screams, and the screams of my men, I don't think I want to put a face to what I heard. No, just no. Doctor. Alright, I think I believe we are done here. Thank you, Captain. Chairs are heard moving and footsteps leave the room. Captain retired, redacted, is confirmed to have left interview room 22. Doctor. Let this be on record that I am formally requesting SCP-096 to be terminated as soon as possible. End log.